Good afternoon, Ryan. Good afternoon, Chris. We are here again. We are here for the pose down, and today it is all about gains, gains, gains. It's all about the muscle gains. We're going to be covering a lot of subjects relating to gains. Uh, you know, what do gains mean to you? The dreaded B word. Managing your off-season, supplements, everything. Let's go. Let's do it. Welcome back, Ryan. Welcome back, Chris. Another episode of The Pose Down, back again. Another month has passed. That's right, episode four, right? Episode four. Nice. Hopefully, uh, we're getting into our stride with this now. I mean, I think it feels natural to me, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, well, I hope it does. <laughs> people, people enjoying what you've been doing on the podcast? Yeah, I mean, I've had good feedback, actually. Um, Someone's listening, then? I hope so. hope you guys are listening. Um, a lot of people actually listen whilst they're doing cardio. Yeah, that's a good time to do yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. That's a very good time to do it. So today's show is about gains. Muscle gains. Muscle gains. <clears throat> but what have you been up to anyway? Um, so me personally, it's that, it's that time of year where you don't actually do much, do you? It's like Christmas is past. That, yeah, well you, technically we're past the January blues yeah, phase. Yeah, still it's like nothing's actually happening. Um, but <laughs> well, maybe in your world. <laughs> but I mean, no. Well, well, a few things have been happening. I must say, tomorrow. Oh, it's yes, Valentine's it Day. It is Valentine's Day. Let's get that bit in first. Um, yeah, it's a dangerous day. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. It is February the fourteenth. Tomorrow. So, and that's actually another important factor. Another important day tomorrow. Yes, it's Valentine's Day, but also it's 15 years since I passed my driving test. <laughs> well, what's more important technically, you know, your beautiful wife or, or your driving? Well, I can drive her around on yeah, my true. 15th anniversary. She is hashtag blessed that you passed your driving test 15 years ago. Exactly. And also tomorrow, I will be on the front cover of a really, really popular magazine. Really? What, Vogue? Um, well, was it uh, Van- Vanity Fair? Vanity Fair, fitness related now, Chris. Okay, fine. Train oh. magazine. All right, so pick it up on your shelves, guys. Train, train. It's we talking about freight trains. <laughs> well, I'm like a train. I hit people like a train. Hit people like a train. It depends how you want to look at it, yeah, but yeah, right. it's just me topless on the front cover. You wearing those w- those famous white trousers of yours? No, no, oh. no. <laughs> That's- <laughs> That's not going to that. I one. love the white trousers. That's for Vogue, probably. If you if you happen across Ryan's Instagram, Ryan John Baptiste, you'll see him modelling a lovely pair of white chinos. Yes, yes. I mean they're very nice. Hopefully that makes it on Vogue. That little cheeky top button undone. Yes, it's yes. Nice. Yes. Very suggestive. Very suggestive. <laughs> ooh, ooh. What could happen? But yeah, so do do check that photo out. Um, but yeah, so good front cover. Is that your first front cover you've ever had? Uh, no, um, second, I believe. Of a major magazine, though? No, first major. Yeah, well, first major. great news, great yeah. news. But yeah, Valentine's Day tomorrow, we have been out and bought cards for our respective other halves. That's right, and spent more, 
I actually went out beforehand and spent a little bit more. Um, only I don't know why, but no, I do know. You why. do know why. I do what know you know why. <laughs> cut that bit out. Yeah, right. I should probably <laughs> cut that out. You're just giving this shot <laughs> no, yourself in the foot. No, there. I'm joking. No, no. Um, she's um, well deserving of puts up with her. you, frankly. First of all, yeah. So I mean, that's worth. You should be spending thousands to for that benefit. I did. I, would I did spend thousands. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's relative to what I earn, so that, that it's, it feels like thousands. Gold-plated <laughs> statuette of your face. <laughs> Just so she Is it like the, like the opening sequence to Hello by um, yeah, Lionel bas- Richie? Yeah, basically, yeah. Your face. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah, talking of singing, I, was, I had uh, the pleasure of Ryan's company for a cheat meal recently. He owed me dinner. Uh, he obviously, he bought me pizza. Um we went Papa John style as well, guys. Yeah. So it's it's more of the healthier um, options, pizza-wise. Pu- pushing for a sponsorship there. That's yeah, very trying, good of trying you. to. Even uh, though I actually dissed them on Instagram. You did story. diss them because yeah. he didn't turn up with a soft drink. But yeah. uh, they can make up for it, I'm sure. If they listen into this, they, they can make up for up, that. They turned up an hour late with the soft drink. It's not good. It's not great. We were thirsty, frankly. Yeah. It's thirsty work eating a lot of salty pizza, isn't it? Especially because you were singing as well. Yeah, so Ryan uh, decided to make me sing whilst we were waiting. Uh, he was filming it on his face uh, Instagram Live, which is actually what we're doing for this podcast now. And uh, yeah, he decided that it was a great idea because somebody said that I looked like Ollie Murs, didn't they? That's right. Someone said you looked like Ollie Murs, and if and we no, then, you said so you said was it? I think no, it was no, your so, idea. Someone online said you looked like Ollie Murs. So and in, and then I said, why don't you sing a song of, yeah. Ollie, of Ollie Murs? And someone suggested a song. And Peer pressure was uh, that's was it. Huge. And then Chris was really really nervous as well. It's pretty funny because he's live on Instagram. <laughs> really? I used to, just for the record, I used to before I got into fitness, I was in a band. Uh, I did quite successfully. Was played on Radio One. Was sold in the shops. Did festivals. Exactly. You know? So it wasn't really. I'm used to being on stage in front of like thousands of exactly. people singing. But when I'm put on the spot, I had a cold. I had a bad voice. Yeah. And he yeah, made me yeah. sing Ollie Murs. I don't even like Ollie yeah, Murs. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not like you're out of your comfort zone. No, I do. I yeah. don't mind singing. In I fact, like to be able in, to warm up. In fact, we're in front of his like his computer right now. And I know you've got some soundtrack or something that you've previously done. What? So some music from my old yeah. band. All right, hang on. Let me let me just fade some of this oh, up. Yeah. All right. you, guys, this, you're in for a treat. Is it? Is it a treat? Right. Well, this is this is this is some Rebus. This, we were called Rebus. Uh, this was about ten years ago. Uh, here, you go. here you go. Here's some Rebus. Ten years. Yeah, this is me. This is me singing right now. That was him singing, guys. So me asking him on Instagram Live wasn't shouldn't, shouldn't have been a problem, but he literally was, like, really nervous and scared. Yeah, well, you know, when you get which put was, on the spot... Which was quite funny to see, to be honest. Yeah, um, right. Well, maybe maybe yeah. with a bit of preparation, I'll do something proper next time. I'll, I'll you know... So there, there you go. That was uh, that was Rebus. That was me singing. But yeah, let's move on to the crux of the show. Why we're here today. Enough, enough about me. Let's make it about you, as always. 
Um, but yeah, today we're talking about gains, gains, gains. And obviously a lot of people will be trying to improve themselves. Competition Definitely. season's coming up soon, so they're going to be cutting soon. But for now, they're going to be looking to make improvements. And so firstly, I'm going to start with a question. What do gains mean to you? So when someone says gains, I mean, for me, that's muscle gains. Okay. Muscle. So building muscle in the right place for me. That's gains. A lot of people like to use a phrase that I don't really like to go by um, because it gives people people excuses, um, which is the phrase bulking. A lot of people get gains and bulking. The dirty word. Yeah, bulking for me can mean anything, all right? And we happened to um, Google didn't we? Oh, yeah. Okay. So Google the word bulking. Let's take a look at the Oxford English Dictionary's definition of bulk. And to bulk is to treat a product so that its quantity appears greater than it is. All right. So for me, just from that phrase, starting with that phrase, that can mean anything. I mean, well, that's yes, a- you can look physically bigger, but that might not be your muscle. Might not, be, right? as, might not be as good as it sounds. Yeah. So, yes, you can put on 10 kg. And you look bigger in the mirror, but does that mean you've got a lot of body fat underneath that skin of yours? A lot of water? Yeah, well, we've all done that. We've probably all been guilty of a dirty bulk once in a while. That is, uh, some people definitely. Some people do opt for that option of just shoveling in, uh, you know, endless tubs of Ben and Jerry's and yeah, pizzas. Yeah, and stuff. It's literally for me, it's like, yeah, you've got all the energy in the world. So you say? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, can, can so exactly. So you say? Sluggish become sluggish maybe lethargic at the same time and it's just the wasted carbs and calories that you're intaking is just going to turn into body fat it's just useless for me it's just useless it might keep you warm during this time <laughs> yeah. time of year maybe but um in general i think um it needs someone needs one's person needs to kind of manage it needs that to be properly. controlled yeah. i mean i've done the dirty bulk before let's talk about you chris yeah let's talk about me so yeah i i went from i put on about 20 kilos doing it like my, so, around that time my stage in went, how long i don't know a year actually. and a half no it was, yeah it was, yeah i suppose it was yeah. about a, it was about a year i'd say of consistent eating so and you went up um, 20 kg i mean above stage weight i suppose so like right. about about 10 to 12 kilos normal. above a normal weight, okay. healthy weight. And uh, I didn't, I mean, in my mind, because it was a steady f- progress, I didn't really notice it. It just sort of happened, if that makes sense. I was pushing to bring the scales go up because I wanted to make progress with my physique at the end of the day. So, you know, I just wanted to see those scales keep going up. And <laughs> I was pleased every time it got bigger. And it's good you say that, right? Because... It's good you, you, you've you learned from that, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's not all, all about what the scales kind of um, say to you, you know. I mean, yeah, you're 20 kg up, but when you end up stripping all that away, what's left? So that's... This is the thing, yeah. like, because there's only so much, like... Did you, do you think you had to go up 20 kg to put on three, 4 kg of muscle? As a, as a natural bodybuilder, I yeah. felt like it was the only way in my mind that... Mm. Like, I, as, as far as I'm concerned, when the scales were going up, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm get, I mean, I was getting stronger. Yeah, yeah. That's... But I'm thinking in my mind, oh, like, thinking about all the great muscle I was going to gain. But then when I came to cut for my competition like a year and a half later the actual gains were fairly marginal compared to the let's say oh, was it how many kg was you up from the last stage let's weight? say i uh i think i was up about 
up about four kilos. Okay, that's not too bad. Four or five kilos. That's not too bad. So 16 kg of that was what? Exactly. It was unnecessary. <laughs> it was, yeah. So I, I believe that you could probably go maybe, what, 50% yeah, above? Yeah, so... So right now, yeah. like I've been putting size on, and I've been, I'm definitely stronger. I feel like I'm making improvements, and I'm maybe only ten kilos over my stage. Exactly. Weight. So you can kind of it's manageable. Yeah, and I'm controlling it. I'm yeah. controlling it. Exactly. And then when it comes to the cut, you haven't got to go as extreme. Yeah, because that's the problem. If you give yourself too much work to do, you've either got to cut for weeks and weeks and weeks, or you've got to be aggressive with it, and that's when you're going to sacrifice hard-earned muscle. It's true. Yeah. And so I, yeah, this is why. It's so crucial to manage both both systems. It's a challenge. The, 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 the gaining phase and the shredding phase. It is a challenge, definitely. But um, what we're trying to say is that please, 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 please do not... Um, don't dirty bulk. You're not encouraging it. Yeah, I'm trying not to... Yeah, I don't even like, yeah, I don't even like the word bulk. So the B word, right, ma- if you're mass gaining. Yeah, mass gaining. Don't, don't kind of make that an excuse just to go and eat rubbish. Eat each and every day yeah i mean it should um, be you can still eat clean macros all right and maintain a decent looking physique but still build muscle this is what i'm trying to say um you can still actually build decent muscle but how be, much be 13 percent body fat so 14 so body fat obviously you can't stay shredded all year round and gain no. muscle so at the moment my abs i can just about see my abs yeah me too yeah so i kind of go by that so for me that's about 13 14 body fat in general that's give that's like um approximate and i'm still building i can still in progress and be training well and training well i've still got the energy i'm still resting i'm still eating properly i'm not doing no cardio no i'm not doing no cardio that's just me personally um someone else might have to um but yeah so you, you just have to manage it properly and do what's good for you but please 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 you do not have to be fat so you're, would you would you suggest to somebody looking to to improve and, and make gains in muscle that really a gauge should be eat enough to train well, train and get stronger, but don't eat beyond that necessity? Exactly. And, and you can kind of manage that week to week. So like if if you feel that you need a little bit more energy, yeah, up it a bit, but then still kind of look in the mirror and think, am I slightly going t- tipping over you know the, the 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 vision of having no abs you've got to be you've still got to, it's no point depressing yourself by what you see in the mirror yes yeah, true yeah yeah exactly like yeah you, it's not going to put you in a good place no so but that's for me you just got to look at the mirror and kind of still gauge kind of it gauge it Week, week to week, week to week. Should you be looking for a strength gains a good indication of progress? That's one. I would say that's one indication. Not everything. And um, that is a gauge. Um, but to complement that, you have to look decent as well. I, I think. You, I mean, you don't want too much body fat. Yes, you can. You can literally put on, like you said, twenty kg of muscle uh, of um, body body weight and be stronger. Hundred percent. Of course you can. Yeah. Hundred percent. But that doesn't mean everything. Um, it doesn't mean anything, everything. But what I would say is be lean enough where you can still still see the muscle and be able to think to yourself, right, do I need more shoulders? Do I need more chest? Otherwise, you're not going to know what you're building, what you need to improve. Yeah. If you've got too much body fat, how are you going to know? 
well, this is it. You need yeah. to actually. You can't, yeah. If you can't see the the muscular progress, then exactly. You're just guessing. It's all guesswork. It's, you just, yeah. You're just going to have to rely on the scale, and that's when you are just going to keep getting it is bigger guessing, and bigger. Yeah. So if you can see your muscles, you can see your your chest, you can see your rear del- deltoid, which is your, your back of your shoulders, then you're you know you can kind of think right. Okay, let me just try and you know proportion that to my front delt or whatever it is. You need to be able to see it, especially if you're mass gaining and looking to step on stage to look in proportion so a lot of people when they're looking to make improvements are probably gonna they're gonna be looking at themselves and looking to let's say pick up on a lagging body part an area that is weaker than the rest of them like for me for many years i've looked to improve my chest over the rest of my body and thankfully after a lot of work it is improving and catching up with the rest of me but what would your advice be to someone looking to you know build on lagging areas yeah so I mean, everyone's got the problem, like you said, myself including. Um, I've tried many different ways, and there is different ways. You have to kind of change, I would say, change it every month. I mean, for for, for one month, maybe train that particular muscle group twice, all right? So say if we're talking about our chest, right? Mm. Um, normally, the upper chest is a weak point. Um, I'd say an upper chest weak point is a lot of people aren't hitting it properly. We've, we've covered was, that before. Oh, yeah, so I would say that, so... Maybe train a chest twice, um, twice a week, given maybe a, a, f- a free a free day rest in between. Um, That's what I've been doing in yeah. order to improve myself. Yeah. So, and it will always work at the same time, having like maybe a little refeed on those days as well and the day after, which can sometimes help. So basically, um, would you would you suggest that people eat well before they hit that session and after they hit that session so to maximize their potential in yeah, the workout and, post, definitely. and the potential of gaining after the workout even the day before and a day after not even just pre and post of that day yeah pre day and post training see the day. problem is though if yeah. you've got to hit that body part twice a week that's four that becomes before the day before and a day after and the day before and a day yeah, after mate, four days but you don't have to do both days you can do on one day one session so you can, you've got to kind of manage so just be conscious of the fact that you need to feed yourself more on the days that you want to grow more exactly yeah so if you're training chest twice a week maybe just do a refeed day on one of the sessions and have a normal day on the other session um, chest wise whatever muscle group it is also, another technique you can do is um, have heavy days and have um, higher volume days as well. That's usually something that I've adopted. Like yeah. I, I'll use strength training methods on one day. Yeah, because you've got to hit you've got to hit your fibers differently. Because the body, all the body wants to do is survive. Okay, this is how you, this is what you got to look at. It. The body just wants to survive. So you you are fighting against your body. Um, you are trying to smash your body to pieces but your body's trying to be comfortable trying to fix itself yeah so you have to kind of try and be uncomfortable but your body's kind of trying to counter so you're you're always in this battle against your body so changing the training techniques is really 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 important so the body you need to keep the body guessing so the body you need to shock the body with different techniques high volume maybe sometimes um heavy six rep eight rep sometimes just just mix things up and see if that works as well um there's so many different ways of hitting it and trying to but as well one thing as well one thing i would say time time is crucial be patient, guys. A lot of people just want things in like four weeks. It ain't going to happen. Unfortunately, this is the uh, world we live in now with social media and the stuff we see on TV. People Everyone ex- thinks fast. Expect results. Now, I've been training since 18. I'm now 32. All right. My chest isn't the biggest. 
It's pretty big. No, it's not the biggest. It's not though. the biggest, yeah. but it's pretty big. Yeah, it's de- it's in proportion. That's yeah. key, it's in proportion. Um, but yeah, so just remember time is really, really important as well when it comes to building muscle naturally. Oh, that's fair enough. So what about supplements that okay. can help people? I mean, some people might be an advocate of just eating more real food, but there is definitely, there's got to be a part that supplements can play in that. I, right, so me personally, um, if you want to go back to basics and you haven't got no money at all, then yes, you can You can just eat food. All right, you can just eat food because food, I mean, food has all the macronutrients and micronutrients if you're eating clean food um, that is needed to grow muscle. But because we live in this era where we are literally off our feet and haven't got much time during the day, we're working, we've got kids, we're taking the kids to school, we're putting the kids to bed, we're then, you know, socialising with friends. There's so many things that, you know, we are are all so, so busy. Supplementation definitely has its place just just for the convenience um, side of things um, so yeah so if we uh, yeah, I mean I can run through some supplementation um, that I take yeah so I mean there's so many different supplements out there obviously whey protein is probably the most commonly accepted yeah so whey um, exactly I mean it digests really quickly like I said some people haven't might not have a time might not have that time to eat a chicken breast or cook a chicken breast and eat a chicken breast um, so you just down a down one two one or two scoops of whey protein and you're getting that straight into to your body straight after a session so you would say after a session is probably the best place for it as opposed to replacing real food with it where you yeah so like normally literally straight after a session i'll take it and then i'll have a meal about an hour later okay yeah so like after your workout you're trying to maximize yeah the amount of energy you can get back into the system exactly get that recovery process literally starting asap um, but like I said, for the generic person that doesn't want to compete or just wants to kind of just want to look good, just want to look good. If you haven't got time to have a meal, yeah, have a shake. Yeah, yeah, get get the protein in, especially if you want to build muscle. There's a lot of mass gaining products out there, very high carb yeah. products. What are your thoughts? I mean, those? yeah, there is there's definitely the, the place and time for that. Definitely, um, if you look into if if you find it hard, if you're like an ectomorph where you like you're really skinny and you find it hard to put on muscle, and Someone says to you, you need to get 3,000 calories in. Get Trust me, getting that from clean food is tough. Yeah, I've especially done it. If you're, I've, yeah, I've been there. Especially if you're not a big eater, right? So if you're not a big eater, yeah, um, a mass gaining product is great because you can you can easily get in 1,000 calories in one drink. But you would easily. You'd probably advise someone to be careful with that. Yeah, definitely gradually um, bring yourself in because they, they, they are quite hard high carb. And sometimes don't agree with everyone. Serious, aren't they? they yeah, they are. They actually so are really serious. End up um, taking up two shakers. <laughs> yeah, they look, they can be like really thick, but um, definitely they have got its its place for someone. Hundred percent. I am um, talking of mass gaining. Uh, yesterday, I was doing some filming for a YouTube channel in Birmingham, and I was very at the fortune of doing a session with none other than Martin Ford. Now, if you don't know who oh, Martin yeah. is, Martin is six foot eight. Six foot eight. Six foot eight. Oh, wow. Uh, and six he, foot eight. And he, well, yeah, not just six foot eight, but he currently weighs 25 stone. And, What's that in pounds? 
I don't make me add stuff like that up oh, on the man. fly. What do you What's want? What's that in KG then? Do you want that? Hang on, I'll bring that up now. Hang on, let me go. Hang on, let's go. To that me. is a big. That's a big dude. That's a huge. <laughs> <That's a big laughs> he sounds like a big dude. Twenty-five stone. Because I'm sixteen stone. Is a hundred and but about hundred and sixty kilos. So what's that in pounds? Oh, what are you doing, man? Because a lot of people. Would... Okay, all right. So people want to know, do they? So when so... someone says like, "Yeah, it's two hundred and eighty pounds," you know, you hear it normally in pounds. You know. That's... Yeah, all right. So I suppose we've got people across it's the probably pond. Probably about three hundred and twenty pounds. I reckon. Uh, hundred and twenty. It's, it's times two point two. Yeah, but my brain can't work that quickly. It's uh, 350 pounds. 352 pounds to be... 353 pounds to be exact, guys. Yeah, so um, Martin... That's a big guy. That's a big Big dude. guy, tattooed as big well. He's got, he's got head tattoos. Um, he's going to be featuring in a lot of like big films and stuff. He's going to be playing the bad guy. Let me just pull up, a, uh, pull up some photos for you just so you can gauge. I mean, this is... I suggest that anyone at home look at Martin with a Y Ford... Uh, he's quite the unit, as we'd say. Look at this transformation here, Ryan. So, uh, as you can see on the left, uh, many years ago, Martin was still obviously six foot eight, but he was, you know, a slender frame chap. And then one day, he decided to to use fitness in order to transform himself. And he is now he's quite. A, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. And which what's is, his legs like? His legs are impressive. Big as well. Yeah, I mean, he's he's fairly impressive. Yeah. But yeah, so I was oh, yeah, very uh, lucky. To, to hit a session with him yesterday and learn a bit more about how he goes about his business. And Martin has got a big film coming up soon, uh, I believe uh, Merlin and Arthur, I think it is, or something along those lines. Uh, and he will be, he needs to gain another two stone. So he's but just... How long has he got? I don't know. He's, but, oh, he, right. but bear in mind, he's 25 stone now and he's, yeah. he's, got, he's only just at the beginning of a mass gaining phase. So yeah, bulking, if you I mean, does he even need to bulk or gain? Well, he, for the sake of what, it, so he wants t- to so be. You're telling me the movie said, right? You need to be 27 stone. Yeah, well, he, I, well, he obviously just made that decision. Isn't himself. he big enough? Well, he is big. But, um, he's a big guy. But yeah, so he he's going to be getting up to about 10,000 calories a day. He told me. Oh, easy. That's that for me. Like someone like Jay Cutler, he was on six, seven thousand. He should be on more. He may, he may well go to more. I, I think he will literally just eat those calories. But up. he's he, he's quite keen on clean food as well. Yeah, it's hard to so get. So to get ten thousand yes, calories, that's a lot of food just for any digestive system, anyway. But let me tell you now, he trains like he looks. He trains like an absolute beast. Crazy. And uh, I'll be uploading the YouTube footage of that uh, soon. Yeah. So uh, we'll, uh, I'll notify you all about that. But yeah, so. Other people, no matter how big you get, still need to make gains. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, he's yeah, he's a perfect example. Everyone, of that. everyone has the, the, the thing about this game is that you get yourself to a point. Well, sorry, you never get yourself to this a point. This is the thing: where you we're never be, satisfied. You're never satisfied. You always want to improve, and that's and that's good because that's life in general. You're ne- you're ne- you should never be comfortable with where you are at this point because what is the point of life? Then there is no point. I've been I've been a member at particular gym i've been at for about four years now and when i joined obviously a lot of familiar faces that are still there now four years on and i can tell you now i could show you a picture if i could bring it up on the screen you've seen you i mean you you've known me from the beginning what i looked like when i joined that gym four years ago to what it looked like now i'm a, a huge lot bigger huge progress i've seen but it yeah seen there's so many people still at that gym who were there four years ago when i started who are exactly the same because that because it shows you that people some some people just go to the gym and just it's just you know, routine it's just a routine it's, it's to what, maybe break their own their busy their yeah. busy life it's, it's a just sport a, yeah so i can i can understand that 
But for um, me, like, I yeah. mean, if I'm in there working hard every day and making no progress, I'd be like, I'd be, why am I here? Why am I yeah, doing that's true. this? That's true. But again, some people might look at progress as in not just visuals, just just of the feel good factor as yeah, well. Yeah, people need it. They yeah. need to train in order I to mean, be. I mean, especially now we've got this stressful life of everyone working nine till six, five, six days a week. They need this little break from the work, don't they? And they just hit the gym. Yeah. So I can see I can see what you're talking about, but I can also see their side as well. Um, but for me, I'm the same. I need to improve. Need to improve. It's all, about yeah. those, it's all about the muscle gains, guys. It's all about the gains. So to wrap up this gains fueled stuff, let's say some people listening now, people out there, they want some advice on making gains. Now, a lot of it boils down to what you eat, obviously. Exactly. I mean, yeah. we, we're that's, all probably training very hard. Yeah. But like, there's got to be, what are your thoughts on like the ratios of macros, like protein, carbs and fats? Yeah. Like your advice to help people improve themselves, basically. Um, right, so when it, come, when it boils down to macros, as in protein, carbs and fats, everyone reacts differently. All right, everyone reacts differently. Do you believe there's such a thing as a hard gainer, someone who struggles to gain? Someone, yes, I believe in a hard gainer. Reason why is because we all have our own genetics. We we all adapt to stress differently. So someone like myself, I can, you know, I've built I've built muscle. It's taken me time to build muscle. To be honest, it has taken me time. Someone else, a youngster, can come in now and literally in a year or two years be as big as me, all right? Naturally, I'm talking about naturally. Yeah. Because they're slightly gifted, all right? People can be slightly gifted in building muscle. The Phil Heath, the yeah. gift. Yeah, I mean, no, and it's 100%. I mean, our genetic build-up, um, I'm actually going to be talking to someone about genetics in a few weeks' time. We're going to sit down and he's going to teach me the bio level of genetics and DNA. Get un- Ryan John Baptiste under the microscope. Yeah, literally, he's going to be, he's going to be kind of going into the science of it. But um, wow, you're gonna learn something. Yeah, I'm actually gonna learn something. But 100% genetics plays a big part in someone um, that's able to build muscle quicker than others. 100%. Um, even just look at, like, say yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. look at your chest muscle. Yeah. All right. You find like you got a big back, you got a big wide back, you got big quads. Because oh, I'm bigging them up here, guys. It's <laughs> yeah. good. It's nice. It's nice lo- to hear it, some compliments. He's loving it. But um. But you find it hard to build your chest, right? Uh, yeah, for me, like... Uh, but you only... train it just as hard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was, same Even... with, it was the same with my biceps as well. Yeah, like... exactly. So that shows me, genetically, his chest um, area, is, it finds it hard to um, to grow. That's just down to genetics, guys. Well, what I, what I if I can speak from experience, what I found is it's taken me... I've only been training hard for like maybe four or five years. It's taken me that time to get the muscle maturity to a point where... Because like before, when I would train arms or chest i wouldn't feel the pump in that area you know what, what we talk about as the oh, pump right, yeah. so i i would hit it but i wouldn't feel the, the 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 that sweat swelling feeling the pump i would be maybe kind of hitting other areas almost so it took years to like i was training it properly the technique was fine i like, worked really hard on that but it took years for the actual maturity in that muscle to to fully kick in and really like now yeah. when I train it I can I can almost feel it growing if that's right. as stupid as that sounds sometimes it takes it. a bit of time just to get the mind and the nervous system to kind of connect with the chest muscles well, as in, during that movement this is this is happening you know you, you've got gonna have to improve this because otherwise it's just gonna you know gotta get better basically yeah exactly yeah so it literally sometimes that itself is hard and I'm just, like even when I say if I'm doing back 
for some reason, I don't know what it is. I think it's down to maybe muscle attachments as well. For some reason, when I'm pulling, my forearms get a lot of the engagement. All right, it might be down to technique. I don't know, but I'm I I believe I'm doing the technique right when I'm pulling my elbows down instead of bending up my arms. But for some reason, my forearms take a lot of the stress. Hence, why my forearms are quite developed. Yeah. Um. So I think sometimes it's down to attachments of your muscles as well. Okay. Um. And how? Yeah. Well, this is how, the thing. How they? Because everyone's got different high, anatomically high attachments. Yes. Yeah. Some people got different attachments to the way their muscles are. Like, for instance, people's abs, people's lats. Some people have high lats. Some people have low lats. Calves. Some people have high calves. Some people have calves that attach lower. Um. So. Yeah, it's all down to the individual, and in terms of macronutrients as well, like like I said, yeah, so that it all, it all depends on what. I, I first of all, what I would do if I took on the client, I would um, go medium on the on the fat, so like around about fifty grams of fat, and I'd depending on their weight as well and who they are, if male or female, I would go in and around. It all depends. I would do a slightly higher carbs and fat, and then. I always go constant on the protein around yeah. about the 200 mark, say. But all, Obviously, it depends on the size of the yeah, person. Exactly. And the, it all depends on the Men size. and women are different as well. It, women don't need as much protein. It, exactly. So it all determines down to the weight of that person. Normally, I would go around about the 1.2 to uh, 1.5 um, per pound of someone's body weight and go from there. In grams, yeah. Yeah, in grams, yeah, and go, and go from there. Yeah, it's good to have um, a general rule of thumb, yeah, and you can exactly. then, you then see how they respond to it over the coming weeks and months. Of, of, yeah, exactly, so that's how, that's how I would calculate it, um, and then adjust it accordingly. Um, yeah. So. A, a nutritionist friend of mine, yeah. uh, Alex Ferentinos, very knowledgeable chap, he always says to me that, fat should not be should not be seen as like a fuel for workouts or so he always advocates like not having a lot of fat like just before workout and also not after workout because it hinders the yeah yeah, i understand definitely definitely i know people definitely on high high fat diets but yes they might reduce it in and around the, the workouts so reduce it but obviously compensate it throughout the whole day. So does, so fat basically slows down the body's absorption of the carbs of and the carbs, protein yeah, and so exactly, on. It regulates yeah. the body, doesn't yeah. it? But some people go low. If they go high fats, they actually have a lower carb carb intake as well. So normally, so that's when fats become the actual energy source for that person. So I've seen it work for both pe- both ways as well. So you're saying you can gain muscle on a high fat kind of like around the workout? Yeah, high fat, high protein and, and low carbs. Okay. Yeah, I've seen people do it, and some people actually live on that. Yeah, um, I know people yeah. that that will have, and they like, stay relatively lean as yeah, well. Yeah, people that don't have a lot of carbs and they have a lot more fats. I mean, yeah. for me, carbs are life. Uh, yeah, carbs. I, I, I need carbs. Uh, yeah, I, I, I need carbs as well. But um, a lot of people say as well that you, can, you know, you should try it. You know, you should try it because. Um, you, you feel less lethargic. It might be. I don't know. Mm, I, I, just, I just can't yeah. try it. I can't. I can't <laughs> yeah, do yeah. it. Can't deal. Cannot deal. <laughs> so yeah, that. So that's about it, really. In, in yeah. So what, what I would say is the, the, the take-home info on that would be to just um, look at it week to week. Just edge it up slowly, basically. Yeah, don't edge, do anything drastic. Yeah, don't do nothing drastic and manage it week to week so and let, see what works best for you. Let's say you're looking to start. Uh, a gaining a muscle gaining phase don't basically say right i'm eating 2000 calories now and i'm maintaining so i'm just going to jump straight to 3000 you edge it up from that point 100% edge it up um and then when you start seeing a bit of like body fat 
too much body fat, then just slow down. If you don't like what you see at the end yeah. of the day, don't, don't bring do it back it. a bit. Bring it back and find that happy point. Trust happy the process. Point. Find that happy medium point, and when your body adapts to it, because it will do, you change it. Okay, and also you've got carb cycling as well, where you can kind of up and down your calories or up and down your carbs that's basically what you're saying like on days you want to improve you have higher carb days exactly yeah so like you might rest days maybe just taper it back yeah maybe but maybe if it's if your rest days after your weak body point then you can up it i mean there's so many different ways to be honest there is no right or wrong and that's why i I hear so many gurus saying you should do it this way you should do no 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 literally there is no right or wrong okay do what works for you that's why a good coach should always look to be open yeah open, of course and they should yeah. there's, there's no one set plan you can just give to somebody no and well, that's another podcast topic. yeah of course the personal <laughs> trainers that dish out the ready-made plans for yeah people. that's another kind of subject but no I, I, any coach that takes on a client should be open-minded and be versatile into what they should be giving that person because their body might be completely different to someone else's that they've been training yeah of course yeah. <laughs> All right, great. So um, let's move on to, we've got a few, as always, questions and answers. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I don't know if any have come in whilst you've been streaming live on your Instagram story. It'd be probably a nightmare. Should I, should I have a look? You can go and consult them if you want. Yeah. Let's have a quick look. Give me, give me a second. Ryan's just going to consult the questions. Cool. All right, so what's the question that you've got for us off the Insta stories? So right? it was from uh, Jason Ellis. He's actually a top photographer, actually. Um he um how how would you he asked how you would gain 10 pounds of shredded muscle yeah that is a lot to ask for um especially if you're gonna be natural be natural um i i shredded no i don't think it can't can, be done i don't think it I, not say, a, I would, not, I would not never a, say never. To be absolutely, yeah, to yeah. never say never. But in gen- if, general, no, I, I don't si- think it can science, be done. Science suggests that if you, if you want to stay shredded, then you have to eat kind of below what your body wants exactly. to... Exactly, so you're going to be in a deficit. So it's, if you're in a deficit, you can't it's near grow. enough impossible to, to grow muscle. Yeah. You can't convince your body to direct the energy to the muscle when in what it really wants to do is kind of put it's, some fat on. Especially 10 pounds. Yeah. Um, because you have to get the food in and... You're not going to be shredded if you're going to put the food in. The best advice is to kind of look at the long game. Set yourself a time, a phase where you're going to commit to gaining a bit of size. Maybe don't get fat with it, but then say, right, I'm going to for the next eight weeks, maybe more if you need to, have a growth phase. Don't get too fat. Just allow yourself to get stronger and improve. I call that medium shredded. Yeah, yeah, fine. <laughs> medium shredded if you want. So, and then just pull it. And then when you want to pull it back, you're not far away. You've hopefully made some progress. Yeah, exactly. Because you need to basically feed the body and you cannot be shredded. When I mean shred, when I look at the word shredded, we're that, thinking that stage lean, aren't we? Shredded, yeah. yeah that's we're like thinking my Olympia shredded. Um, striated glutes in yeah, your case. So, um, yeah. So I don't think you can, but what you can do is slightly be above sh- medium shredded, medium, be medium shredded, and then bring it back medium down. Medium rare, to medium shredded, rare yeah. shredded. And then bring it back down to yeah. shredded. Brilliant. All right, cool. So uh, question two, let me consult the one sent in. I have it on paper. Uh, this one comes from Dom, who says, how can I build, this is topical, how can I build bigger calf muscles? Wow. Okay, cool. Um, so obviously, being a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> so... For me, guys, I'm a black guy, and I've got 
Stereotypically, um, black guys not famous for their calf muscles. Yeah, but not I've, that, got, not that my but I've actually got decent calves. Yeah, so you're, you're you would care to explain to the world how you have improved your calf muscles? Right, I don't think I've imp- well, I think well, I probably have improved it, but guys, I don't really train it that hard. I, I'm just being like when I mean training hard, I don't actually um, do like an hour's worth on just calves like you would do for biceps or arms whatever that'd be a, um, one hell of a workout yeah, wouldn't it but um that would be one hell of a boring workout but what i've done in the past i've played a lot of sports okay the explosiveness ah see of, the sprinter yes. the sprinter will always have good calves right. footballers and good i calves. used to play i used to run for a club sprinting i used to do 200 meters 400 meters and 100 um i used to play football i used to play basketball all those sports explosive involve explosive movements whether it's running or jumping all right so that's where i've got it from so if you then look into the gym scene i think when you're doing your reps you should be doing explosive reps okay because i'm not saying just do explosive reps but if i've got it from doing explosive stuff and i hadn't touched a weight back then really on calves and that's from my own body weight yeah so imagine if you use weight and you know, you explode you, you the move the reps you're that you're shocking actually the muscle doing. You're growth. actually exploding the reps. Yeah, then that's a, I, I believe that is a way to really grow uh, your calves, especially if they're a weak point. The way I see it is obviously we're on our feet all day, every day. Exactly. And therefore, yeah. the calf muscle is a very rugged. It, like it can the amount of work it has to put in. The endurance just, of the calf, the endurance status of a calf muscle is incredible. It's so durable. But if you want to if pit, you're pit, sprinting and yeah. jumping, we don't always do that every day. So you have to do something that your body doesn't do. And that's why, like I've said previously, we have to challenge your body. We have to make it do something different. When are we jumping up and, and dunking? You don't really do that, do we? Uh, yeah. I, I start, I, every morning I start the day with a dunk. I jump up and I dunk every when morning. When do we get on the blocks and push off the blocks and run just over 10 seconds? Just over 10 seconds. I would like 10.90. To... Okay, so for the next podcast, we're going to see what Ryan's 100 metres... Uh, we can see what both of us can do on the track. Exactly. So when when do we actually do it? We don't really do that. So no, I, agree, I believe yeah. explosive movements for the calf muscle. Would you say heavy or light? Enough to do enough to explode up and do like 10 reps or so. Okay. Um, and how many... So let's let's actually be useful here. Yeah. How would you insert a bit of calf training into... into... A workout. Okay, then. cool. So I would, if it's your weak point, I would do it at the beginning of a leg session. Okay. Because engage it. Engage it first, because when we do a leg press or squats, they are still involved. Believe it or not, they are still involved. Um, so do it at the beginning, um, rather than the end, where it's obviously a bit fatigued, and and you can get the most out of that ses- out of that session because it is your weak point. So okay, um, do it when you're fresh and you've got loads of energy. How much volume, like sets? I would say start start like at three sets. Just start at that. Would you finish the workout with it as well? Um, I mean, if you're feeling brave enough, but maybe just start fatigue at, it. Yeah, start at three sets. Do your explosive stuff, um, and then build that up to about six to eight, and then when that gets comfortable. Um, do a bit of volume maybe at the end after a leg session as well. So you're doubling up on your on your leg sessions. And even like on chest day, just hit maybe a couple sets in your car. So maybe try and hit them two, three times a week yeah. or one or two. I mean, you could do it three or four. Okay. 100%. Because, yeah, that's what we're saying because it's yeah, a body yeah. part that can take a lot of abuse. Yeah, and it recovers really well. Okay. So, um, Good stuff. Definitely. All right. Useful stuff. That is quite useful. Actually. That is quite useful. Well done, Ryan. It. Do you want to high five that useful information? High five. There we go. Right. <laughs> so that final question for this week's or this month's podcast is how can I get rid of the fat 
on my triceps. And that is from Ying. From Ying. Um, Ying, someone obviously from uh, a lot further afield, hopefully, or yeah. who knows. Um, so w- w- so triceps, did you say? Yeah. Well, so like bingo wings type thing. Bingo wings. Oh, uh, right, okay. Yeah, Ying, yeah. Um, so to be honest, that's... That's more about just reducing your body fat in, in general. This is um, the age-old question when people come up and say, oh, how do I reduce the fat on my yeah. abs so I can see my six-pack I mean, well? Guys, most of this is not really science. It's not much science involved. It's literally just reduce your body fat in general and every, and your triceps, your bingo wings will reduce as well with it. Hormonally with women as well. I think we've said this before. Like uh, Supposedly, they will store more fat around that area, I believe. Mm, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, if I, I can wobble mine... But that's the wobbling of muscle. I mean, well, there you go. I, I, I think. Uh, I mean, I, I just think it's down to the individual in the end of the day, um, and it's just about reducing your body fat, eating well, training well, and you know the body fat in that area will go hundred percent. All right, so that pretty much wraps up this month's podcast. I think we've actually been quite informative today. I think we have, actually. My brain feels a bit dead now. Yeah, (laughs) you know, we do put a bit of time into considering what you actually need to hear and what is of use to you. We try to, like, dabble in a few different subjects each episode. Yeah, whilst being kind of interesting and amusing at the same time. We try to be, don't we? But uh, yeah, so next podcast, uh, we're going to be looking at, we're planning to talk about the power of social media in fitness. It's it's kind of stepping away from kind of the informative stuff. I know, I think it's good because um, I'm not, it's not just the gurus that like, or athletes that hit the social media, it's normal people as well. I mean, I mean normal people, generic people that are just into fitness or on social media maybe we'll talk about some of the kind of uh you know very influential figures in fitness and maybe gauge upon some of their advices some of their methods that, that, that you know that yeah i mean it, yeah we'll, before, yeah i don't want to go into much about it now but yeah we we'll definitely look into that brilliant all yeah. right and so what have you got coming up for the next month ryan um i'm doing a lot more vlogging you love the vlog. I He's love, a big YouTuber. I right? literally just filmed. had a camera in my face all day today. Yeah, so I, I'm actually today filming my full day of eating. So do look, do do. Um, so this is this might be YouTube quite useful. This might be quite useful for someone looking to gain. They can see kind of how yeah. a pro bodybuilder should be eating. Yeah, basically, I'm just literally showing you what I eat for today. You know, and it's normally what I would have throughout the week as well. And um, I also um, filmed me giving food as well to homeless people wow and giving uh, a bit back yeah giving always giving back because especially if you're in a place to do it then why not so ryan you've been out on the streets helping the homeless yes out on the streets two days ago it's, it's up on my youtube right now so do go and have a look at that ryan john baptiste and you'll be going back to your lovely warm bed tonight then um i will do yes but um i can still live my own life but still give to others yes that's very good of you <laughs> that's a very decent thing to do all right so we're gonna gonna leave you all now but if you do have any questions for the upcoming pose down please do get in touch do follow ryan on his social platforms ryan john baptiste and follow myself chris d fellows and you have been listening to the pose down thank you and good night <laughs>